When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast. Your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Bollet, as always, as we continue with our player review slash preview series and getting to everybody's favorite topic of debates every single day. For some reason, everyone has chosen this guy to be the person we just never shut the fuck up about, ever. Everyone has to talk about Sam Gerrard all the time. Every team has one, and for us, it's Sam Gerrard, who I thought last season was good, but he was fine. Pretty good. Second pair. It's it's exactly what you you said earlier. Every single team has this type of player that's just always under a microscope. Either you're you hate him or you love him. It seems in the case of Sam Gerard, it's mostly hate. And we've talked about it for so long where it's like we don't understand it. Like, yeah, he has his flaws, but there's a lot worse defensemen out there than Sam Gerard. A lot worse. Like <laughs> The way Sam Gerard plays, yeah, it can be frustrating and maddening sometimes, but trust me, there's a lot worse options out there. Like, look at what Justin Hole just got paid. Like, come on. that That's where we could be. Right. Sam Gerard makes mistakes. Sam Gerard is not perfect. He is a second-pair defenseman who sometimes is not always great at pushing people out in front of the net. We do not need to trade him for future considerations. He's fine. He does things well. He's not... He struggles when he gets bumped up to the top pair. They generally avoid doing that now. He's a perfectly fine complementary defenseman. I feel like that is the fair enough conclusion for him. What do you think? If if he was making like 2.5, do you think people would care at all about his flaws? In probably a little bit because, you know, he's 5'10 instead of 6 foot. So that's where everyone draws the line. Well, he's got to be six foot on skates. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone cares. Yeah. But I honestly think like if his contract was like 2.5, I don't think anyone would give two rats asses about Sam Gerard. It's just because he's what the, he makes more money than Devon Taves. Everyone freaks the fuck out about it. I mean, he makes $5 million. He's got four more years on that contract. There are 31 teams that would take that deal. I don't know. 31? You think every other team would take on a Sam Gerrard? Yep. Mm. Could you imagine him in Toronto? 
could you imagine how much what a field day the Toronto fans and media would have with him the first time he gets bullied in front of a net? Oh, I, dude. I would love to see. I mean, for a 25-year-old defenseman who already has pretty significant NHL experience, has pretty much played in the NHL since being drafted outside of like one season. Yeah, I think a lot of teams would pay a hefty price for that. There are teams that would pay probably a first-round pick for Sam Girard, and they'd find a lot of use for him because, again, second pair defenseman, good value. There's a reason that the Avs, like, every time this gets brought up, they just don't do it because it, it doesn't make sense for them. They have Sam Girard. They might as well just keep him and use him and have him continue to be good. I actually laugh about the Toronto part because I actually think he'd be the best defenseman in Toronto if he went to Toronto. Probably, yeah. <laughs> he would be. That's what I mean. He would be. He would be. Um, and it's it, it's just so funny how the tables turned on Sam Gerard. I remember when we first got him, everyone loved the kid. Like he was he was the next great defenseman for the Colorado Avalanche, and then some guy named Kill McCarr came along and kind of pushed him to the back seat. But when you look at what Sam Gerard brought last year. It's tough because even when we were looking at his stats beforehand, I was like, oof, kind of a rough year for Sam Gerrard. And then me and you were trying to reminisce, like, was there a time you remember where Sam Gerrard really fucked up or there was something that drove you crazy? And you go, not more than really. I mean, not more than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, like, he, yeah, he has mistakes. There are times where Sam Gerrard makes a play and you're like, that wasn't the best. Maybe don't do that. There are also times that Sam Gerrard gets the puck up the ice very good at moving the puck, makes a good defensive play, just, you know, maybe without knocking someone 10 rows into the nosebleeds. But he's a smart player that's very good at using his stick and fucks up sometimes. But Bo Byram makes a lot of the same mistakes, but he does not get lambasted nearly as much as Sam Gerrard does for the same ones. No, oh, it's just because Bo's still the new brand new toy like we were talking about. But that's why we were saying, like, my perspective of Sam Gerrard changed in the first five minutes of us talking about him because I pull up his stats and you go, oof, not a great year for Sam Gerrard. Only 37 points. He was minus 10. Like, that's that's not very good. But then you brought up a good point. He's like, dude, name a time where he played significant power play minutes. <laughs> like, he's not getting the benefit of playing with the power play and getting all the points and all of that stuff. So his point totals is pretty much all going to be even strength points. That's right. where Sam Gerrard's going to get him most of his points. But also career high in goals with six, career high in points with 37. Yeah, minus 10. Also playing a lot more shorthanded minutes this year as well because there were also a lot of guys that were hurt struggled a little bit shorthanded at times but as the season went on I thought he got a lot better in that role and you look at his playoff numbers and they they're they don't look good I know two points both assists minus four you look at that and go ugh, terrible he was honestly I thought pretty good in the playoffs especially for how a lot of our defensemen struggled in that series against Seattle you can make the argument that Sam Gerrard was the most consistently good I didn't feel like he really had many games where I was like, oh, Sam Gerrard got bullied. Sam Gerrard sucked. There were moments he wasn't perfect, but I thought game over game, Sam Gerrard gave you the most consistent performances. I'd agree with that. And that's a little bit surprising. If you think about the way that Seattle played, you would think that the smallest of the defensemen would have the most trouble. But with Sam Gerrard, it's one of those things too, where it's like, it's like, if I don't notice him doing something, then that's good in my book, when it comes to him. Right. I mean, there are times that Sam Gerrard, I mean, like Devontae's, makes good plays that just don't get attention. 
because there are things that defensemen do that just they don't show up on highlight reels, closing the gap, making the good play with the stick. It's when Gerard fucks up those plays that you see 15 accounts posting the gif on Twitter about, look how Sam Gerard fucks up. This guy sucks. It's He has a very thankless job on this team. I don't know how much he looks at social media, but I, I would imagine he doesn't very much. I, that's an interesting... I- if I was him, I just wouldn't. If you're a professional athlete, I just wouldn't. But also at the same time, like social media is what 99% of the world does. So he probably does look at it a little bit. But it is maybe he just stays off Twitter because it, it doesn't seem like he gets bullied on any other app. It's just Twitter is just a lot of anger. I, mean, I don't, I don't look at Facebook, but I, I imagine Sam. Oh, God. Yeah. Is, See, yeah. We're too, we're too, we're too young to go on Facebook. Like, if that makes sense. Like, it's all for like parents. Yeah, I, oh I mean, god, I don't even want you, to. You, I, I don't even want to picture the kind of horrible shit that gets said about oh. Sanford in it, like in in Av's fan page. Oh yeah, from like a fifty-five-year-old dude who's like, back in my day, he would have been a. Back setter. in my so, day, he would have been dead. He would have been <laughs> hit right through the head and into the tenth row. He would have been dead and killed on the ice. That man, he wouldn't have survived back in the eighties. Yeah, like it's just. It's very funny. Good God. Good point on Facebook. I didn't even think about that. That's probably the most toxic place of all time, but it is. He does have the most thankless job on the team. And he, for Sam Gerard, when I look at him, I still think he is an excellent skater. He's an excellent mover of the puck. And like you said, he's so damn smart, man. Like he knows he's not going to out physical you, but he's so good with his poke checks and just being in the right place at the right time. And I really like that point you mentioned because early on in the year when he was on the PK, it was like, what the fuck are we doing here, man? Like, why, why is Gerard? And as the season wore on, just like the penalty kill for the abs, it got better with the more reps he got. So right. I I really do agree with you. I changed my perspective of how this season went for Sam Gerard in five minutes of me and you talking about it, where it's like, yeah, I guess you're right. He actually wasn't terrible last year. He was just good. Yeah, I the start of the season, I think, was very up and down for him, like from probably October to December. I mean, he played he was one of the few guys that was healthy in December. He only missed about six games this entire season, I believe. And there were points that he struggled. I thought when we hit January, it seemed like he started to hit a little more of a consistent stride a little bit and kind of stabilized as the season went on, not saying he was perfect. I think a lot of this, what I'm saying can be misconstrued as being like, Oh, you thought Sam Gerard was perfect. Look at this. I know it's not always perfect with him. Sam Gerard works when he has a partner, Sam Gerard, when he has a Josh Manson with him can really work when he's worked with Eric Johnson in the past. That's really worked too. Sometimes with Jack Johnson, who we'll get to later, it, you find that he can work with that too. He, everyone likes to focus on the physicality part of the game and like having guys that can do that part of the job and how hard that is to find. You still need the other part of that. You still need a Sam Gerard to be able to get the puck up the ice, to break up the play with the stick and move the puck and then have say a Josh Manson on his right to open up that side of the game and allow him to move more up the ice. He does bring a valuable part of the game. And for as much as people complain about him, he never moves down in the lineup all that much. Sometimes he plays third pair minutes, but are they really third pair minutes when you look at his minutes at the end of the game when he's up in the 16, 17, 18 minutes a night sometimes? And he's never scratched for as much as he drives people crazy. Jared Bednar does not agree. He trusts him. And uh, you brought up a very good point. And I think that's going to be a key going into this year is 
he's more than likely, if everything goes right, going to be a third pair defenseman this year. If everything goes right. But like you just said, I would not shock me at least if he's still playing 18, 19 minutes a game. I think people get lost in the fact that they see him on the third pair and call him a third pair defenseman. No, he's a second pair defenseman playing on the third pair. There is a difference there. You just have Kale McCarr and Bo Byram ahead of him. That's not the case on maybe even any other team, maybe like the Hurricanes. There are two teams in the league that that's the case for Sam Gerrard, the Avs and the Hurricanes. Everyone else, he's at very least on the second pair. And for most teams, probably on the top. Yeah, and that point that you made where it's like he's still going to play 17, 18 minutes a game even as a third-pair defenseman. That's just the way it's going to be with him. And I I really think that would be an ideal world for the defenseman if you think about it because then that means Kale McCarr is playing less minutes, Devontae is playing less minutes, and your team's probably winning because those players are playing less minutes. But going into this next upcoming year, his pair – his partner more than likely is going to be Jack Johnson. That, that, that's what it seems right now. I don't know if Jack Johnson's the most suited for the way Sam Gerrard plays, but that's where it's going to be. I would love if, I just don't think there's a world where you put Manson and Gerrard together if Byram's healthy. Yeah. I, I just I just don't see it because you're not going to tie Byram down to Jack Johnson. It, it's, it's just kind of a shitty spot for Sam Gerrard right now. I think in a perfect world, Bo Byram has the absolute emergence breakout that we want from him and really works with Kale McCarr. And then you can have Devon Taze and Sam Gerrard playing together. I think that'd that'd be good. Perf- that's a perfect world for Sam Gerrard. More likely than not, Taze is going to be spending most of his time with McCarr. Byram and Manson just works. We've seen it. It it just works. And until the abs, if the abs sign another defenseman, it is going to be Gerrard and Jack Johnson. But I feel like we look at a lot of like the opening night lineups and the training camp rosters and forget that those can move around. Even yep. in a game, those can move around. Just because Sam Gerrard is starting a game with Jack Johnson doesn't mean he's going to be stapled there right. the entire time. There is going to be, I imagine Gerrard's not going to get very comfortable this season with a single partner. I think he is going to be probably playing with a lot of different people. Well, and that's going to be a challenge for him because we've seen that he can struggle with that a little bit. He he is he loves his consistency. Like at his when he was at his best in our minds was when he was with Eric Johnson. But we've saw it, I think like the past couple of years, he kind of works with Kale. Not great. I, not really. Not great. Like he definitely doesn't work with Bo unless that gets ironed out in training camp and preseason. Honestly, we saw that I, enough I'm, last year. I'm curious if they're gonna try that again this year because they did kind of stick with that a little bit later in the year they did throw them out there a little more but it's the same thing we've been talking about with Bo and talking about with Manson this episode is like those two work best when they have a Manson next to them that covers the more dirty part of the game that allows them to activate and it's like we talked about with Bo when those two play together there's a hesitation but if they do start the season together and figure out that chemistry I think there's something there with oh, that. I agree. Could work, but it hasn't really worked yet. They're both still young. Byram is fresh 22, I believe, and now Gerard is 25. They can still iron that out, and I think they will. And honestly, now that you've said that, I think they're going to try that a little bit. this season. Oh, they're definitely, because if you look at it, the offensive possibilities with those two is off the charts. It just so happens that those two are probably, eh, some of your biggest liabilities defensively, and yeah. you probably don't want to put the two of them together on yeah, the ice all the time. You, 
Georgiev is definitely going to hurt his neck craning to see around yeah. the, the forward standing in front of him because neither of them really move those guys no. out of the way. No. And, and, and if they can work that out in training camp and in the preseason, I would like that pair to work because again, that's another pair you could have locked up for the next two to three years and you're just good, but we'll have to wait and see. I, I just it, like this, this is the conversation that just makes me go back to what we talked about with Evan. It's like, man, I, they just need another guy on yeah. the defense. Like I, I love Jack Johnson and we're going to talk about Jack Johnson after we talk about Manson. You can't have that be the plan number six, man. I feel like you you just need another guy here right now that at least has proven NHL experience. Not saying Jack Johnson doesn't because he obviously does, but I mean like a guy that you know can play. Sam Malinsky's a total wild card. We might talk about him later and maybe he comes up and maybe he works. There just needs to be another body here. I think that just makes sense because you talk about it's like, okay, well, if Sam Gerard's not kind of screwing with some of the chemistry and playing with Byram or Manson, then you're kind of just sticking in with Jack. And that's been fine in the past, not to say that it can't work, but it's not ideal. Hey everybody, hope you've been enjoying this episode so far, interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN to bet $5 and score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort. In West Virginia, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or fit or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per game. Eligible opt-in required. Max bet 50. 10 leg reg for 100% boost. Eligibility wagering and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at DraftKings.com slash baseball terms. Now, back to the episode. It, it, you're kind of wasting what Sam Gerard could be to your team if you put his plan in with Jack Johnson, I feel like. Because we've Sam Gerard is a talented offensive defenseman. He is. He's a great passer of the puck. He can distribute and set plays up. It's just he's kind of been having to take a back seat to all these other offensive defensemen who are better than him. But it's not like he is not a very talented offensive defenseman. Right. It's, it's, just, it's, it's just, kind of a it's kind of a log jam right now. Yeah. And that that's where the trade part makes sense to me. Not because he's bad, but because there is just such a jam of defensemen. But you also do have to remember Taze's contract is expiring this coming season. And if you trade Gerard now, and let's say it's for forward that everyone wants, everyone wants to trade Gerard for a top six forward. You're just, you're moving that hole somewhere else. Yeah. And we've talked about this defense right now. You still need a guy. Imagine now you take Gerard off the team. 
and address forward. Now you feel like this defense isn't very good at all. And you're talking about one of the most durable players on the Colorado Avalanche as well. Which is a very funny thing to say considering the past. Minus the playoffs. He's one of the regular season, one of the most durable players uh, in the lineup. But in the playoffs, he actually played all seven games in this playoff run. But I mean, uh, he got his sternum broken. Yeah, he literally got hit hit by a car. I feel like you can't really pull out the soft card yeah, for that no. one. I mean, Matt, are we going to say Matt Kachuk is soft? He broke his yeah. fucking sternum. Like, well, what he played like two games after it, though. Yeah, and he could barely move. Yeah, like, I'm, no, I'm not trying to say this. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He literally got hit by a bus, is what they described. <laughs> That's what that, that right. hit was. Was right, it Kolchenko who hit him, or was it Barbashev? It was Barbashev. Like the, and it was compared after it happened to the most common way you break your sternum is car accidents. You know, yeah. when you have the airbag deploy into your chest and break it. Yeah, like it. It was rough for him. So you think about it. If you move that. You're moving one of the most reliable pieces you have on your defense. And like you said, it's just creating the value of Sam Gerrard's contracts. I know everyone freaks out about $5 million. It's not that bad. I'm it really is not that bad. And considering how young he still is four or $5 million for four more seasons, that is a contract that teams will trade for. If they wanted Sam Gerrard gone, he'd, have been gone 50 times over well let me put something into your head would you trade those five million and pl- like give that all to devon taves if you could it's because that's that's the question because it's like we said with taves if you think about it he's probably gonna sign like a six-year deal he'll be what 36 37 by the time that deal ends or do you still want gerard who is going to be 27 by the time his contract ends I mean, it's at least something to think about because yeah. if you're asking me who do I want, Devontae's or Sam Gerard, you don't even think about it. It's Devontae's because Devontae's is that good. But are you going to take that $5 million and dump it all into one player and have less depth on your defense? You're asking me if I want both? Yeah. yeah. But that might just not be the choice. You can also yeah. add $5 million to Devontae's gives him $9 million. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, you put, take all that money and add that to the Devon Taves funds to re-sign him at the end of the year. Right. So whether I mean, it's eight or something like that, it, it's it's something that I'm sure McFarlane and Sackick are thinking about because, like you said, Gerard is still – it's crazy to think he's still so young. Like, he was born in 1998, man. Like, he's he's not that old. Yeah, he's 25. He'll be 26 in May. I mean, they, they don't have to pull the trigger on this trade. I mean, the, the thing about that contract is, like, I don't think he is going to finish his contract in Colorado. I think he is eventually going to get. Oh yeah. But that's the thing. When you have, you're only halfway through this deal. You still have three more off seasons after this to still pull that trigger. And I feel like we say this every off season, next off season is going to be very interesting on the Sam Gerrard front. But like you're saying, if they do bring back Devon Tays, that money's got to go somewhere. And then you can move a high quality asset like Sam Gerrard and address a different hole in the lineup somehow. I don't know how any of that galaxy brain would work, but it is a possibility. I, I think it's it's more, we're getting to that point with the Gerard contract where now it is such a valuable asset that you get to next year and there's actually some internal decisions you have to make with players, whether you can keep them or let them go. And I think there was some intrigue last year, especially with the Kadri and like potential Burakovsky of maybe moving that so you could sign one of those guys. I think Devon Taves is more important than Burakovsky or uh, or Kadri. Yeah. Like, because Devon Taves is that good. He's a top 10 defenseman in the world. 
that would be an interesting possibility. So I think really next off season is going to be really the first time I could legitimately see Gerard getting moved. Yeah. And we've said that probably for the last two off seasons now that next. Oh, off- I feel like this one, this one, we weren't that high on it. No, I, th- I think for the last two years, we've both kind of been like, well, next off season, I can definitely see Sam Gerard getting moved. But I, I'm, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. I totally see your point that like, there's probably a much higher chance next off season that Gerard does end up getting moved. But also when you're paying superstars like McKinnon 12.6 and McCarr nine and Miko nine. Now it's going to be even more later. Second pair defensemen make more than $5 million. Correct. And so to have a second pair defenseman for $5 million is value that you need when teams are constructed like this. And it's not expiring anytime soon. Like that's the kind of thing that teams look for. So that's one of the reasons why they're holding on to him. Yeah. And I, I really do think like Sam Gerard has kind of gotten screwed a little bit. Like he he's turned into the Martin Skula of this generation. I, I Martin Skula was a defenseman for the abs and I just remember people hated that guy and it's like, he wasn't that bad. Like you look right. back on it. It's like, he was a, he had a solid NHL career. <laughs> like, I, I it, have a feeling that's how Gerard's going to be. When it's I, all it's, when Sam Gerard was here first and then got passed by the best defenseman of this generation in Kale McCarr and then a fourth overall pick in Bo Byram, who also has the potential to be a top 10 defenseman in the NHL. Sam Gerard's fine. He's just kind of buried behind two absolutely ridiculous talents. Yeah. Because I honestly think if he was given the ice time that McCarr gets, I, I think he could have 50 points. Yeah, I think I think he could have that. I think that is his ceiling as oh, a yeah. shell defenseman is in the perfect situation. Sam Gerard could get 50 points. He has shortcomings to his game. I don't think he is a full-time top pair defenseman, even no. really on any other. I think he's the kind of guy that you can put on a top pair, maybe on not, not, not a great team, but ideally second pair guy that fills a very important role on a team of getting pucks out of the zone and moving the puck around in your zone. Yeah, without a doubt. I forgot just how good Gerard was during that COVID shortened season in 2020-2021. Dude was a fucking animal that year. Holy shit. It's a shame that he just he showed that and that incredible level of play and has just kind of not been able to get back there since he got COVID. And it's just it for some reason. Yeah, it wrecked him, man. I don't know what it was. It's just he's never shown that flash again because he was getting like Norris pub. Yeah, during that time because McCarr was hurt. Yeah, I was out during that time and Gerard stepped up so much. People were actually wondering, like, are we going to have to put Sam Gerard on some Norris pellets? Yeah, he's playing out of his mind. And then he got COVID like right before the outdoor game at Lake Tahoe. And then it was just kind of just kind of rough. But I I think last year, the cup year, I, I thought was not great for Gerard, but he bounced back this year, I think. And 37 points, like you said, career high, career high in goals was six. I think he can hover around this 35, 40 points, and that's perfectly fine for what minutes he's going to be playing. Yeah, because I feel like there's also frustration with Sam Gerrard in the fan base because of being in the Matt Duchesne trade and being considered part of that robbery for so long that there's more expectation for him. This is what Sam Gerrard is. And I feel like the sooner we as a fan base can accept that, that Sam Gerrard at 25 is this. 
He is a solid puck moving second pair defenseman. He's not a superstar. He's not a top pair guy. He's not just going to suddenly grow two more inches and start knocking people through the glass. This is what he is. You got to temper your expectations a little bit and accept the good with the bad. Because there is some bad with Sam Gerrard, but there's also a lot of good if you just allow yourself to see it. Yeah. You, you have to change your mentality of it, like you were saying. If you look at him at, through the scope of what he is, you're going to be perfectly fine. If you think he's going to be part of, like you said, that great heist that was the Matt Duchesne trade, temper your expectations down a little bit and just look at him as a second pair defenseman. You'd be like, yeah, this guy has some really good qualities. Yeah, and imagine you just got that second pair defenseman in the Matt Duchesne trade for basically free that you yeah. didn't like. He could have just went to Ottawa as part of that deal. That would have probably made a lot more sense. But we got all of that. We got Bo out of that deal. We got Gerard out of that deal. We got all the things we got out of that deal. You just got two of the future of your defensemen for nothing, basically. Yeah. Matt Duchesne literally didn't want to be here. Because yeah, I think it's honestly, those are the only two players who were moved in that deal that are still on the team that they got traded to, right? I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Andrew Hammond. Retired. Shane Bowers, is uh, he's having himself a time right yeah. now. Use that pick on Bo Byram and relevant Matthew Steinberg just re-signed here. You know, Sweet. got him for that third round pick. Uh, Vlad Kamenev, he, he's, st he's still on the reserve list, I think. Dude, he's killing it in the KHL right now. <laughs> Technically still have him. Yeah. And we got Gerard Turris. I think he retired. He did. And Duchesne is in Dallas now. Yeah. So the Avs still won that trade <laughs> by I a would, long shot. I would say so. Yeah. Still won that trade by a long shot. So... I think for next year with Sam Gerrard, I'm looking at 35, 40 points. Just be the Sam Gerrard you've been last year and we'll be totally fine. Yeah. I mean, there are parts of his game I'd like him to clean up. I'd like for sometimes for him to make smarter decisions in his own zone. I'd like for him to do certain things better, but hovering around 40, I'd like him to finish 41 points. I'd like him to play obviously 82 games. And if he can hit 41 points in that time, half a point a game, feel like that'd be pretty good. Yeah, that'd be the dream. <laughs> but overall, I've been super, super happy with him. And yeah. I will continue to defend Sam Gerrard with all of my all of my power. I feel like, are we even really Sam Gerrard defenders? I feel like we're just kind of realistic with it. We're just like, yeah, but that's not, defenders at this point. I, I guess so. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he's not perfect, but I don't get the I don't get the controversy surrounding yeah. him sometimes. Like he's fine. He's just a good he's just a solid defenseman. A what solid would you rate defenseman. What, what would you grade his season? I'd give him a B, honestly. I hovering around that point. I've he didn't blow me away, but he wasn't worse than I expected. He was he was a B. B. I'm right there with like it, it was I feel like the B a B is like a above average grade. And that, that's kind of where I saw his season. Yeah. So overall, like everyone cool down with Sam Gerard. He's been just three, another, it's been three years. It's not he's just happen. another defenseman on this team, yeah. man. Like it's all good. It's all good in the hood. I mean, there are a lot worse five ten defensemen that like actually get bullied out of the league. Yeah. There's a reason Sam Gerrard is sticking around and still playing significant minutes on a very good Avs defense. If he didn't work here, he would not be here. Jared Bednar would not play him. Put a little faith in your coach. Yeah, put a little faith in him, and put a little faith in Sam Gerrard. He'll he'll surprise you every once in a while. Yeah, he's he has sometimes he has very good moments. There are also bad moments with him. Like it's you take the good with the bad with this guy. It could be a lot worse. 
a lot worse, <laughs> a lot worse. So overall, I'm happy with Sammy G. I'm glad that we talked about it. Cause I just looking at stats, I was like, oof. And then the more we talked about, it, it's like, Oh, it was actually pretty solid, man. Right. Like it's, it's an ultimate litmus test of how much are you actually watching? Yeah. Cause like you look at some of his stats, you're like, Oh, for an offensive defenseman, that sucks. Minus 10. It's a very, obviously a very trustworthy stat. Yeah. I fell for the trap. And then I like sat back and when you were talking, you're like, dude, he actually was good. And you're like, Oh yeah, he did do that well last year. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I just had to return my brain, get going a little bit. It's hard to remember, like it's hard to remember what happened in January of this year. August. Yeah. Like August. I yeah, my, my brain is already forgetting things. So <laughs> I uh overall I'm happy with Sammy G. I'm glad he's a member of the ABS and I'm excited to see what he does next year. Me too. Very much so. So that's going to do it for us on this edition of the Teledabs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. You can use promo code Teledabs It Is on SeatGeek for $20 off your first order of $50 or more. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at GYoungsNHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay. And you can follow the show at Tell It As It Is. But again, thank you all so very much for tuning in. And we will catch you all next time. When we're talking about, for for me at least, one of the biggest wild cards of next season, Josh Manson. So thank you very much for tuning in, and we will catch you all next time. But until then, let's go abs.